0: Hello, I'm your host Albert and in this episode of Movies, Movies and Movies I've got reviews for The Age of Adeline and Ex Machina I got a Netflix movie streaming recommendation to share and I talk about how we're going to be able to watch all the summer movies coming up The Age of Adeline directed by Lee Toland Kreger written by J. Mills Goodlow and Salvador Paskovitz starring Blake Lively, Michelle Hussman And Harrison Ford. A woman of the early 1900s, via a miraculous moment during an accident, is suddenly unable to get old. Living a solitary life of hiding her secret, she meets a man that might change all that. If there's one thing this movie really gets right, it's the tone. There's a very melancholic feeling mixed in with bouts of nostalgia throughout that perfectly reflects the sadness of being someone who doesn't grow old. Someone who sees everyone eventually fading away into the past. There is also a sense of wonder and an appreciation to the little things in life that is littered throughout the story, which also perfectly reflects the many advantages one might find for someone who can live beyond their lifetime. The greatest trend of this movie is Blake Lively as Adeline Bowman. Lively talks and moves about in a very subtle but but particular way that it seems like she is trying to channel acting like an old and wise person that is trapped in a much younger person's body. There were so many things that it does feel like There were so many times that it does feel like I'm watching an older person, like when Adeline was talking to her daughter Fleming, played by Ellen Burstyn. I was fooled enough to think that Adeline was the older woman, while Fleming seemed like the young adult. As good as Black Lively is in the role, the story itself is rather clumsily told. Despite some really beautiful moments, there are some unbelievable plot points, uninspired character interactions, and two on-the-nose themes. The way the movie explains the science behind Adeline's condition may seem kind of inspired for being rather clinical about it with it also verging on some science fiction fantasy flavors but then there are moments where the movie just tries to beat you over the head with its singular theme that i believe the whole story could have been told in a third of its running time and it would have gotten the point across just as well i wish i could say that the age of Adeline is an absolute must see because there were some truly wonderful things about the movie what that was he was able to convey it's just a shame that there were enough flaws in it that hampered what could have generally been a really great film. The flaws being mostly about the plot involving Michelle Hussman's character. The movie tries hard to create some chemistry there, but it felt more like a traditional Disney fairy tale about strangers falling in love with each other during an unbelievably short period of time. Harrison Ford, however, was pretty good in this, so there's that reprieve. I wish the movie was actually more about his connection with Adeline, as that would have been far more interesting. I suppose I was entertained enough and do have some affection for the movie. I just wanted it to be a little bit more refined in its storytelling. Ex Machina, directed and written by Alex Garland, starring Alicia Vikander, Domhnall Gleason, Oscar Isaac, and Sonoya Mizuno. A young programmer is selected to visit his tech genius boss to help with a breakthrough in artificial intelligence, which is embodied in the robot frame of a female. is needless to say things get complicated there's a lot of movies about robots and artificial intelligence and it seems like every angle has already been taken this one however somehow feels a little bit more fresh despite the fact that it borrows from many other movies it works really well because this has so many different subtle commentary seemingly running through every single aspect of the story themes about humans and machines men and women, spying and the perception of privacy, self-preservation and extinction, and so many more topics or discussions that will creep out of this movie. If a robot can speak, act, and think like a human, are they actually human? Are humans just like robots, in that they speak, act, and think because of the body's chemistry? These are just a few things this movie will make you wonder about. The direction by Alice Gardner is very effective here, and the minimal cast works perfectly well with the premise of the story. Domhnall Gleeson is really good as Caleb, who is our surrogate character whom we get to discover the mysteries surrounding the story with. You could say he is as innocent as need be for this incredible situation that he is put in. Oscar Isaac is fantastic as Nathan. This alcoholic and aggressive genius is who spouts out some very clever thoughts towards Caleb. A lot of what he said are definitely thought-provoking, and Isaac does a great job being intimidating in this. Alicia Vikander is the fascinating artificial intelligence robot named Ava, who really brings her character to life phenomenally well. It might be hard not to fall in love with her. Although there are some logical plot points that I could nitpick about, it's really as great a story as any classic science fiction story should be. There's a lot of smart dialogue here, interesting plot revelations, and some very, really memorable scenes. Oddly enough, one of the most memorable scenes in the movie is a dancing scene, and I absolutely loved it. Ex Machina is easily a movie I won't be forgetting anytime soon. I mean, this is after all a movie that wants to make you think about it, and then makes you want to think about it some more for my netflix movie streaming recommendation this episode i'm recommending the brothers bloom directed and written by ryan johnson and starring adrian brody mark ruffalo rachel Weiss, and rinko kikuchi adrian brody and mark ruffalo are the brothers bloom they are arguably the best con men around and have elaborate scenarios that only makes things interesting As it is with a lot of these movies, they go on one last job, involving an eccentric woman played by Rachel Weisz, taking them to various different places. This is a fun little caper of a movie with colorful and lively characters. I really enjoyed this film and wish it got more attention than it actually got. One can argue that it can be a little self-conscious at times, but I was very much all in, especially after seeing the six minutes origin story opening sequence, which was just fantastic. If you're a fan of like Wes Anderson movies, uh, check this out. I think this might be up your alley. The Brothers Bloom. See it on Netflix. As of this recording, Age, Avengers Age of Ultron is right about to be released here in the United States. And ultimately marks the start of the summer movie season. There's at least 40 plus wide release movies that are coming out this summer. And I'm not even counting the films doing a limited release run on the theaters. As someone who loves going to the movies, I understand that the question about how much will this cost me to see all of these movies has to come up. If you know me, then you know I see a lot more movies in theaters than the average person. The reason for that is because I was introduced to MoviePass.com a few years ago. MoviePass.com is the Netflix of movie theaters. For a monthly rate of $35 a month, I am able to go see one movie every 24 hours. The catch is that it doesn't include 3D, IMAX and you can see a movie more than once I'm quite okay with that so whatever this service may have some glitches once in a While like when their check-in app is not cooperating with me But their customer service has been very helpful to me at those times and they always give you your money back when in those kind of situations This service has been really helpful to me and with the amount of movies I see a year which is a lot over a hundred something Uh, The price of one movie ticket is basically in the $3 to $4 range for me. So that's even cheaper than some uh, budget movie theaters out there. MoviePass.com may not be a sponsor of the show, but I highly endorse it. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. And please check out my other projects which you can find at whowhatwearswhy.com. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Check them out at the theyaccess.bandcamp.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the WhoWhatWearsWhy.com network.